look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear. Yo, for my brother. I do it volume so that you know Zoom don't cut me up. Yo, <laughs> welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. You joined us yet again, and we can never thank you enough for that. Yo, in case it's your first time joining us. We are usually four brothers. One of us is not with us. So we got another brother on the pod today. (laughs) (laughs) Special guest. (laughs) Arguably number one fan. Supporter of the pod. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We got brother Elias on here today. Elias uh, is uh, me and Elias go way back uh, when I first started started working at Purdue. Elias was one of my first students at the Black Cultural Center, and we stayed uh, thicker than thicker than um, uh, BB, BBL butt cheeks <laughs> ever since. <laughs> and uh, thicker than day old oatmeal. And you know, you got uh, cold grits, cold peanut butter. Just uh, so I, I love and appreciate this brother. He's been a he's been a real good dude, a friend. He, he periodically checks in when it's been too long. Uh, whenever I would come down to Indianapolis and I needed a place to crash for the day, I could always hit up his futon. <laughs> and uh, clearly, I was in my twenties because you offer me a futon these days. I'm like, I will go get a hotel. <laughs> I mean, I have two couches now. I know, I know. I'm saying, saying, the way that my back is set up, and no. Look, I feel you, and like that's why I have two couches now. <laughs> but uh, Elias, man, thanks for joining us today. And insert uh, fake applause. Woo! Thank you, thank you all for having me. It's so it's great to be here. Family of the podcast. Family. Of thanks. The podcast. Yeah, happy to support. And as Y'all always, you got. Oh my bad. Yeah. And as always, you got uh uh myself, Josh, we got Marco. What's up? And of course, we got Brother Johnson. Anastasius. <laughs> Checking in. As well as Stardust and No Just, depending on what time you listen to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yo, fellas, uh Elias sent in a great, a great subject for us to talk about. And of course, it'll go where it goes. But uh, I want to throw this. Uh, I want. I want to start off with this man. He gave us a great thing to talk about, in my opinion. Uh, if there was a drinking game for the podcast, what would the rules be? I.e., drink whenever someone offers a word or they think of something to say. Just think about, like you know, is this a game that you know you can easily get fucked up in? What What are you throwing in there? My um, my thing. Uh, uh, my first one. I'm gonna I'm gonna join in. Uh, anytime uh, Aaron makes an Eminem reference, gotta take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Anytime um, anybody says, um, in my personal opinion, or this is just me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm about to say it right now, but I'm literally about to say it. What I'm about to say, but for me, I always start things off by saying "for me." <laughs> I feel like that would be. I mean, yeah, I think we would get drunk for that because oh, I yeah, always yeah. because our because our podcast is, is very um, it's very it's very opinionated. It's like everyone gives their opinion, so yeah. 
for me, you know, I, that's how I, I <laughs> this is my section, you know. So I, it was funny. Uh, but what's interesting is like, I've noticed a lot of, of patterns. So I've mm. listened to you guys speak for literally, at this point, probably several hundred hours. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I, it's like the patterns I notice in, 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 in like y'all's voice and like different frequencies. And it's, mm, yeah. it's very odd but as much as well as I know your voices at this point. Not I know sure. mine is odd. <laughs> I think I say I think I say like I probably I was going like, I was going like, I was going to bring like, it up until you say like that's a good uh that's a good drinking that'll probably be uh, pretty drunk at that point so, yeah I think we go <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think between all of us I think we all probably say um or like yeah. I, I think that's just common in human like just English yeah. like yeah it's so because we're not professional speakers <laughs> it's like you know it's like. I think for Marcus, it would probably be something along the lines of like drink every time he has to clarify something. <laughs> probably, oh. I'll probably. You know what I do? Like I, I, I start like explaining something, and then I pause, and then like say it in another way. Yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I'll be like, no, nah, that's that's not a good way to say it. Then I'll be like, it's like, da 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 da, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think one uh one for me would be uh th- this would be purely for the uh, the watchers not uh not necessarily for the listeners but uh take a shot every time my face turns up because somebody says something real questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can hear that in the podcast. Not gonna lie. You can hear your face turn up. <laughs> for me, for uh, me, one thing I noticed with with Aaron, mm-hmm. and I, I wish he was here to. Uh, to kind of speak on speak on it. No, that... <laughs> no. Like one thing with Aaron, I that I noticed is like at the beginning, he cleared his throat a lot, and he uh-huh. still, and it, but it's mm. it's uh, tapered off though. Okay. As uh as the seasons, and I actually I believe it or not, I actually cut him out in in the final product. Sometimes mm. I miss him. I miss. I might miss. You know. Yeah. A few, I might. Yeah. But like I really do try to cut it out just. For his sake, because I'm sure he don't want, you know. Yeah. Right? yeah. People are just like, damn, this dude's clearing his throat. He always clearing his throat <laughs> up, opening, opening a pop. Yeah. Let me clear my throat. One thing I noticed where, like, I, I cut out, like, when, like, someone's drinking something, putting putting mm. it on the table will make an audible oh, sound. And, like, yeah. I, I catch out a lot, too. I'm not saying, like, don't drink anything. It's just, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about every every time I have like a new, different type of headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> every time we uh, new headphones, chug. Um, anytime oh, wow. Adam does the airplane thing, chug. Oh yeah. <laughs> Honestly, man, I haven't even done that in a minute. Uh, the uh, the the tone, the beat. Yeah. Uh, oh. Man, I, I I I thought that was such a great addition. Like whenever we, because you know, Man, we I got say, lazy. We say, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that's real. I could I could I could imagine, and I'll I'll help with that just because I think I got announcer voice. Uh, and so, but uh, I always thought like, oh, because you know, we say so many wrong things on this podcast. Yeah, that this is really useful to correct <laughs> that later. On. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well, that's the beauty of being informal. You don't have to correct anything. Yeah. Y'all, yeah, y'all are just exp- you just this is what's in y'all brains right now. Y'all don't have to. You, this ain't Jeopardy. It qualifies <laughs> our honest. That is normal. Yeah. 
It is cool yeah. though to have a live fact check because it's so frustrating when I when I am listening to a podcast and someone starts talking about something and then they, they miss the detail that they say something wrong mm-hmm. and their whole point is based off this yeah. wrong detail. It is just I'm like just in the car like just antsy because I'm like and and I can't correct the person because I already recorded. It. It's like and I'm right. like oh, it's it's so it's frustrating like, to me. So that's I mean, where it also. I feel like that's also a tool to help foster engagement as well, because there's going to be somebody who's going to let you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that would be a thing. It's like, you know, that's you true. could be one of those people that, you know, like, hey, man, you were really wrong about this. So let me let me go and write you a DM or something or email right. to let yeah. you know that you're wrong. <laughs> right. I'll be saying all the time, like write in about the like, you know, the things that y'all are unsure about or things that y'all they people could add in on. So. Call that's us out. just an op- that's an opportunity to do so. I it just ain't felt strongly enough about it to be like, actually, you know, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, like that's an opinion. <laughs> Sometimes you could tell someone misspoke. Like mm. it's just like you don't probably need to call it out unless you, yeah, feeling feeling yeah. smart. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but unless the hope is always like you passionate you know. about. Yeah, yeah, right. that's true. Right. The hope is always that. Planet uh, Krypton. <laughs> First of all, that uh, that we as the we as the uh, the podcasters will have you know like a Booker T moment because that you know you realize in real time that you said something that you probably weren't supposed to say. <laughs> but uh, you know, I was thinking but, about the like the histo- the dude from history. Are you talking about the wrestler? I am. Yeah. Okay. Not Booker T. Washington. Not Booker T. Washington. I was like, Booker T. Do you know what situation I'm... You know what situation I'm referencing? Did he say nigga on, like, uh... I'm coming on TV? Right. He called him, like, nigga. Right. It's the most ironic nigga. It's the most ironic thing ever. And I'm just not realizing how ironic that is, actually. It's oh, even more ironic when you think about how Maybe his that mother tried race. to get into like yeah. the hip hop R and B lane. <laughs> remember that uh, about us song that she tried to do, and like I remember the music video was just god awful. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's daughter did like that music video. She was just trying to that. like dance battle. Uh, oh, it was a one hit wonder like from 20 years ago, so I would oh, completely understand why you would. I know they had like a reality show, like, yeah, and it was yeah. kind of a disaster. As most of those, I never saw that. Like. I never saw that. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about it until you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> reality shows have never really been my like forte unless it's like skill based, and maybe like, like the, even same here. The earlier yeah, reality shows were, yeah. That was right. Really, there are some good like, ones on Netflix right now, like that. That, like oh, yeah. you said, that that are skill based. Like there's mm. one where they uh, it's like a a, a glass blowing competition called. Uh, oh yeah, blown ooh. away, blown away. I love that show, man. Like, I've, I've some, never heard of that. I want to check. There's some good artists on there. Uh, oh, then there's cool. another that's one cool. called uh, Metal Shot Workers, which is like metal artists, and it's a competition also. Mm. Um, I'm I'm I, a I big fan of Force and Fire. And Forge Fire, of course. Is, For some reason, um, I I don't look at them as reality shows. Yeah, I mean, I, even I don't think competition shows yeah. as reality shows. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. because I think maybe because there's a competition element as opposed to, uh, or like an immediate competition element, like a like yeah. a uh, like you know with cooking shows, like um, that's not involved in like stealing your man or something. 
Yeah, like, there's, there's no, there's no it's real not college hill. In it. Yeah. Right. College hill. Yeah. Wow. Of all the reality shows for you to bring up, you brought up that BT disaster. The uh, only that's one of the early ones, though, like that was the that was because it was yeah. the, it was doing the road rules, real world era. Yeah, and all that. yeah, for the blacks, you know. Yeah, for the, <laughs> for the hashtag blacks. <laughs> <laughs> for the blacks. <laughs> right. No, but um, I just remember in like high school, everybody in everybody called me Jabari and I could never understand why because I didn't watch College Hill at the time. And so like when I eventually looked it up and saw that he had like a fucking knuckles tattoo, I was like, oh, okay, so y'all just <laughs> call me a nerd. Great. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I mean, I am. And at that point I was just kind of like, all right. But I up. mean, yeah. <laughs> Hope Jabari's okay. doing good wherever he is. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I admittedly have thought about some reality stars. Like, I remember that black dude, uh, Tech. I just I just go, like, where the fuck is he now? I don't know who. Yeah. Only I Tech think I know was, is a I, rapper. I think, I, think, I think he was in on Real World. Oh, okay. I didn't really watch any of them like that, but I just remember this particular dude, the, I, you could tell, like, a lot of uh, promotional money got put behind him to break out mm-hmm. of reality TV. Yeah. But... Uh, it's even like with uh, Christina P, you know, Tom Segura's wife, mm-hmm. completely forgot that she started out as a reality TV star. I know. One of the dudes on Roll Rules. Oh, okay. One of the dudes from Queer Eye from the Straight Guy, uh, the black dude, Karamo, he started out on uh, Real World. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I always like, wonder what happened to, uh, like, the rappers off of... Um, Making he the band, show. yeah, making the band. <laughs> I just heard. I like, just what heard happened um, to Elliot Ness, and because he was actually kind of decent. <laughs> I just heard a, a some dude from that era spoke out, like just like a couple of days ago, saying like, uh, his his legacy is fucked, or like, I don't. Oh, I'm, his I'm legacy sure is fucked. Yeah, this guy. I guess this dude. He was going through some uh, hard times and reports of pseudo pseudo. Suicidal um, tendency watch, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, unfortunately, I he probably he probably uh, you know spiral, and he's just kind of lashing out. You know, that's what it kind of sounded like. I thought they kinda... like that in the, in <laughs> the industry. <laughs> um, some somebody name uh, the dude's name was Freddie P. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I think he's the dude that kind of looks like um, a home dude from uh, uh, the Wu Tang show. That's the playing Wu Tang show. Which one? <laughs> uh, 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 the dude that that's playing uh, RZA. Come on down, the oh, Wu Tang show oh, from uh, yeah, uh, that plays Bobby, the dude from Moonlight. I, yeah, I don't um, know his, his actual name. Actually, I did. It's slipping my mind right now. Yeah, the guy who played the dark skinned grown up. Uh, not the grown up, the no, teenager. Teenager, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his actual like real life name. I just know his character's name was Chiron. Chiron. I want to look it up real quick. Mm-hmm. I was about to. C H Iron. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I can't think of like the only like I guess. Reality, the only reality show I ever okay. really paid any attention to was like I want to say 
um, real world road rules when the they would do like the fucking um, crossover competition thing. Like mm-hmm. that one, I really enjoyed. Like I watched that one for years just because. You know, I was always like one of those kids who watched like wild and crazy kids and guts growing up. And so like seeing just like a bunch of randoms, like doing all these competitions and backstabbing and shit. I was like, okay, all right, let's go. I'll I'll actually watch this. I never watched the shows they came from, but I watched the crossover. (laughs) The crossover was just exciting. It seems like they will make that kind of show to compete with like Survivor. Probably. Do y'all... Do y'all remember this show? I was super into it. It's called the Joe Schmo Show. No, I it was heard like of that show. Reality show. I heard that. I heard that name before. Isn't that like just a random so, dude? Like so, basically just... this. So they basically it's kind of like the Truman Show almost. Like he doesn't know that he's on a reality show, and everybody mm. around him is as actors, and they're like doing crazy stuff and getting his reaction. And oh. it's like um it is it was very funny, man. I I wanna go back and watch it. I think it was on like uh It's on Prime for two dollars. Oh yeah. I was like, I'm just reading it. I'm like two dollars on Prime. It's I mean I it's, it's, spend uh, that two dollars for two dollars. It's rated eight point uh IMDB is rated eight point two out of ten. Oh for real. Yeah, that oh, show was amazing, man. Cool. I think it was on like Spike at the time. Remember that's Spike? How the, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how the Spike network was Spike. Yeah. Yeah. So it's love like, Spike. Always watch Spike. <laughs> right. It's like a man uh, channel. The man channel. Man channel. <laughs> exactly. Because that's that's why I used to watch all the original seasons for seasons of uh, Ninja Warrior and uh, they like Star Trek on there. I think. Uh huh. And um, Code Monkeys and Unbeatable Bonzuke. And I used to love like Code Monkeys sound familiar. Isn't that like the animated one? Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, it's like um, it's like The Office, but in uh, eight bit, eight bit. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think another I think show, I, another show. Go ahead, oh, yeah. Adam. No, I was gonna say. I think I said this before, but ironically, and uh, not ironically, but. Oddly, I guess my mom like, that used to be like the only channel she watched, like when in Spike, huh. like heyday, she used yeah. to watch Spike. <laughs> so really? I was, that was funny, yeah. She's uh, she's all into like sci fi and Star Trek and Star Wars. She's way more into it than my, my dad is. My dad just kind of just tags along, but mm-hmm. and he makes fun of it, but um, <laughs> but it's, I, I, it's I, hate that I never funny. knew your mom was such a nerd, like, I, yeah. like, I feel like we, I feel like we, we would have like. I, I missed I missed out on nerding out with your mom. Like yeah. I didn't know that, that was a thing. Your dad just sitting yeah. there like making jokes about it. Yeah. <laughs> like why is he looking like? That? Yeah. Like he um like I remember I remember going to see um Lord Lord of the Rings or whatever, mm. and my dad used to always he like did not like the main character of Frodo. Frodo. Like he said he whined too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> like he I guess he. He didn't understand the power of this ring. Like he's like, yeah. He didn't understand. He couldn't fathom why he was so like, just pawn that bitch. (laughs) Yeah, like like, why he was so. so, Dad um, can't do the soft boy protagonist. Yeah, imagine finding the the ring at at the pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine an action hero crying in the middle of the movie. No, but um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot, so it clearly doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> um, 
Oh, there was a real, not reality show, kind of a game show where people were supposed to get fired within one day. And like they were supposed to try to go as close as they could to like 3 p.m. And whoever got as cl- fired as close to 3 p.m. would win that game. <laughs> Y'all remember that? I think I'm fine. No, no bro. That was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't last. <laughs> the wait, managers. Wait, you said you gotta make it to three p.m. I don't get it. Yeah, like so you start at like you know nine a.m. You start your mm-hmm. shift, and like the goal of the game is to try to get fired the as quickest? close to three p.m. Yeah, oh, well, not close. the quickest, as close as three p.m. as possible. So like almost close it. without going over. Type. You, you got to make. Time, you got to make it. Yeah, make it to the end yeah. of the workday. <laughs> right, you have I'm to just like great. make it to the end of the workday and <laughs> get fired. And so, like, there was like a dude who was working like at a fast food joint, and he was just like screwing up people's orders. Um, and there was a girl who was working like at a clothing shop; she just fell asleep on the clothes. <laughs> like that show did not last like past like I think five episodes because I just think that like once the like general managers caught on they were like yeah y'all can't be doing that (laughs) (laughs) it just seems like such a stupid premise for a show i mean it sounds fun yeah (laughs) if if it was just like a bet between like you and your friend like that would be fun but (laughs) like so is jackass that's a stupid premise for a show like show is like what was that four dudes uh pranksters uh practical jokers jokers? practical jokers yeah yeah I love that yeah. show, honestly. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's so like that, that 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 show was the, like those kind of things. I guess I I can completely get, but they're just know. fun and mindless. Yeah, to me, it's like yeah. they're easy. To just, it's all like, mindless. Yeah. If you just try to kill thirty minutes or two hours, but who's counting? Uh, it's throwing impact to jokers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just throw on YouTube and watch some sketch comedy. Or, like, find out about a game I want to buy or don't. <laughs> I got to buy Grand Turismo this weekend. Like, oh, yeah. Like <laughs> I just talked so, to somebody about that. Yeah. So Grand Turismo? Yeah, Grand oh, Turismo 7. Yeah. Came out yesterday. Like, for me, I never played Grand Turismo until Grand Turismo 5, actually, for uh, PS3. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've been hooked, hooked on them. <laughs> oh, man. The car's going to be even shinier this time. <laughs> <laughs> Every like, year they do make it more. Now you can see the dust. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think you can see. The thing, I, I'm, thing I'm excited about this year, though, it really doesn't have anything to do with driving the cars, honestly. But they mm-hmm. made it where you can customize them again. Because, like, oh, yeah. the, last, the, last, the last one, which was Grand Turismo Sport, you couldn't. But in Grand Turismo 6, you could. And then they took that away for Grand Turismo Sport. Then they went back to the six, seven, whatever. So that has nothing to do with driving a car, but I just like the aspect. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love customization in games. Yeah. Quite frankly, like it's one of the like it can be a make or break for a lot of games, especially if it's like if you have customization and then like you have like zero to no like legitimate options to create a black character, like <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I think I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna go. <laughs> like, why do I like you only have an afro and cornrows? Get out. <laughs> hey, what um what's that dude name? He did a skit about that RC oh, World. Uh, RDC, yeah. RDC, RDC World, yeah. yeah. They great. He did a yeah. skit on just that. He was calling in, like, y'all only got two hairstyles. He was like, What else do y'all got? <laughs> he started naming the hairstyle. <laughs> Wait, is that the dude? Uh, he, he's with glasses. 
Nah, he he no, always no. make fun of LeBron and like uh, oh that, it, that it's, a, it's a whole yeah. group group of them. But yeah, I knew, man, I knew yeah, you're talking yeah, about yeah. I knew you talking about that. He he did that one with like the Popeyes versus yes uh, Popeyes versus Chick Fil A. Yes, that dude's hilarious. Yeah. And Walgreens versus CBS. And, yep. uh, yeah, he hilarious, man. Yeah, yeah Mark, yeah. I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark is the main collective. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's that's great. I like them a lot. Um. Adam, what are you thinking about um Caleb or Long Beach Griffin? Caleb. I was thinking about Caleb. Caleb, Caleb is fucking I do. his his humor, man. It's like it's he reaches that like thing that people think is funny, but they don't really realize it's funny until he points it out. If that <laughs> makes any sense. I oh, it makes complete sense. sense. He has he has yeah. one that to this day will make me cry, no matter how many times <laughs> I've seen it. Uh and uh because as we all know, I'm a big manga anime nerd. And so the, the the skit uh, as is alive. Uh, he has a skit Yay. where um, uh, they're working at a, a anime studio and they get the rights of the number one selling manga uh, to animate it. And so he's like, "Hey, we finally got it! All right, I'm gonna go get to work. I'm so excited!" And uh, his boss is like, "So what are we gonna do to change it?" He's like, "Why why why why, why would we change it?" Like you know, it's it's already the number one selling manga. We don't we don't have to change it at all. We just we just copy and paste. Like, and it's because that's a, that's what, one of my biggest beefs with a lot of animes these days is like they they you don't have to change anything about the story. You could just it's already been told. Just make it move. <laughs> there make was the pictures one. Move. That's all. There is one anime that was changed in a way that I like. Um, well, I didn't actually watch it. I'm seeing screen caps of it because, like, they're um, showing off this anime called Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid in China. But in China, there's like this character that looks like a small girl, but she has like big tits in like the regular anime. But like in China, like they're redrawing her so that like her tits are like small because she looks like a child and like. And hey, one of the right, exactly. Like <laughs> and like, and also one of the pictures, like she had like the a cloak around her tits, but like not around her waist. So you could see like her panties. Like they redrew it so that like like tits are gone and like the cloak was covering her whole body. I'm like, yes, that I can. Okay, so get character behind. design is one thing, <laughs> sure, because we do know that there, that too many animes have that weird thing with children or objectifying guys and all that stuff. But I'm talking about story. Stop fucking with the story if the story is already good. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. if in breaking because it doesn't work in other things. Same thing happened with Game of Thrones. The end of Game of Thrones sucked because the book didn't exist yet. And they went, ah, <laughs> let, let, let's let's try this out. And it fucking Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. <laughs> I was never I was never a Game of Thrones dude, but I enjoyed watching people like despair over the ending. Because it was just <laughs> like, man, y'all are heartbroken over like this whole like Night King business. Like, damn. It, it, the, re- the reason being is people had invested almost a decade of their time to this show. <laughs> yes. So it's like you wanted to and me personally, I didn't I didn't hate the ending. It was just like a, a blah. I, I, I didn't like just it. Kind of get buried it. in rubble, and that was the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it was just accept it. Like, okay, it was Spoons. so many. It, 
I, 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 I also didn't like it and all of that kind of stuff. But I, I ended up rewatching it with my my girl some years ago, and just watching her deal with what I had already dealt with was satisfying enough. So <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Now I can not feel alone in this feeling, even though I know a lot of people felt those things. But yeah, it's just you invest so much time into it. It wasn't a decade because I definitely didn't watch them yeah, like in real time. Um, but yeah, it was just that it was just that thing. I, I'm I'm a big advocate of if someone has already given you the blueprint, stop thinking that you can improve it. If the if the blueprint is already successful. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. reinvent the wheel. I, I'm not a, I'm that not part. against people attempting a reimagining. You know, sure. If people want not, to try to tell like a the a same story, a different story with the same characters, then like you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, "What are you doing? It's fine. Don't touch it." You know, that's just my personal well, opinion. I think that I think they they try to make it for different generations, like newer generations. You know, possibly. But his thing, I'm, not, I, I, I'm usually not down with it. <laughs> I, I can get I can get it if the thing already exists. So like uh so I guess a, like there's just that middle step where you've already got a great script. We already brought it to production and did it that way and well. Great. Now if you want to reimagine, you want to do it for a different generation. Like a uh, example, I loved uh the original Teen Titans. Original Teen Titans was fucking fantastic to me. When they made Teen Titans go. They said, we got to make smaller kids uh, like this shit because we got to sell some fucking toys. Hmm. I think it was and stupid. The, they had some they had some bops in there, though. I, and is, is it that I think that was a stupid thing? Yes. Bop because it was a good I'm, toy. Bop it. <laughs> Push it. <laughs> That's it. They had some bops Push in there. It. Like, they had some real he, good he know, songs. He knows what you said. He was just... He was just yeah. Got it. Cunning. <laughs> um, but no, like, I, did, I, did, I, did I eventually watch it and think it was funny? Yeah, sure. But I'm old and washed. So I was, <laughs> against, I was against it at first. And then I started watching the live action Titans and I had gripes with that because I think certain elements were corny and stupid. But I'm still invested in the show because I like the Teen Titans. Uh, I feel like... So, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was the whole thought. Most, most remakes don't uh, don't really work out like that. Like... I agree. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a personal thing, but like, uh, like Willy Wonka for, for example, like, you didn't care for the giant. Come devil. on, man, you can't, you can't, you can't beat that original. Sometimes the original is just too classic. Yeah, for yeah. me, like, I, I don't think, like, and maybe I don't know what the the makers that decide to remake or relaunch. Uh, I don't, from the makers. Of. I, I hope that when they <laughs> re, like redo something, I hope they're not doing it to beat the original. And hopefully they're, they're just like kind of, I hope they're going into it. Like, I'm just trying to, I'm paying my respects and this is how mm-hmm. I would have done it. And I'll, because for me, I would, I would never, I would never, I would, I would never try to remake something like, I'm going to make this better than the original. That's like, that's just disrespectful. But right. I, if there, if that is what they're trying to do, then that's, that's lame. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. I, so like when like Josh's point in terms of like, bringing it to like the big screen or like like making it like visual for the first time as opposed to like you know remaking it he's talking about like if you're making it for the first time 
and this is what you're doing to it. I felt that same way when they were introducing Black Panther to the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Because like when they had the Black Panther's father going all like, you know, white version of Martin Luther King and <laughs> You know, we just got to trust these uh, people. And then he gets blown up by Winter Soldier as though he would not have had any type of preparations, any type of way to, like, you know, <laughs> protect himself in a country that he knows is violent as fuck. Then, like, I was like, y'all just, this is just a different writer. I just got to treat this like know. it's a different story. I thought about I that, too, when they did that. I was I was thinking, like, are they trying to say something? Like, what are they trying to say here? Like. They because just usually when make... you do like extreme stuff like that, you're trying to make a point about the character or the, or maybe just... maybe you're trying to set the stage for some type of revenge plot. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, why that? I um, think they just tried to have. They needed to get these characters to fit within the same universe, right? Um, despite the within fact one that... movie, yeah, right, exactly, because you know. T'Challa or T'Chaka had already like, you know, met Captain America before and, you know, in the comics, rather, like he actually right. like, you know, school whooped his ass, like, he whooped, whooped his ass. ass. And yet, like, <laughs> and so for him to like, just kind of be this like placid dude, like, and also in Avengers 2 Age of Ultron, the only way that movie was going to be able to like work is if Hydra was able to steal vibranium from Wakanda and get away with it. So the fact that they was able to do that just means like they had to like rearrange the world to fit like what they needed narratively. So yeah. I just treated like just people telling a different story is all. But I guess I guess it's a thing of and it, and as a comic book nerd, I guess you gotta you gotta do this. You have to treat you cannot treat uh cinematic uh canon and comic canon the same way. Exactly. You just got. You just got to go. Whatever. Ooh, I wish it was the same, man. Because it's it's so confusing when they like start a new phase, and it's like I don't. I don't. I know it would be very difficult to to stay within the same like canon like forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it seemed like they keep telling the same story, just with different flavor to it, like. Uh, and that's uh, what we're, that's what the point of like having different writers tell the story. Like, you know, with the Black Panther series, we have like, you know, the Christopher Christopher Priest version of Black Panther. We have the Reggie Hudlin version. And now we Coates. have the Ta-Nehisi Coates version. Like, yeah. you know, all of these different people are putting their own spin on this character. And that's what like, you know, what was it? Ryan Coogler and uh, Ava yeah. DuVernay was doing with the movie. Like, yeah, it's they are all like contributing to the tapestry of this character in their own way. And some of it's going to suck, but some of it <laughs> is, you know, but all of it, I think, builds together like to help enhance like this character's legacy. Like the fact that we have so many people trying to tell stories about like this, like set this idea that was created mm-hmm. like back in the 1970s like that just proves how impactful like storytelling and like the imagination can like how powerful that can grip people and I you know like that yeah well, to like to your point man you know what's so amazing i've been thinking about lately like um 
comic books is just like religion. It like even even <laughs> even just what you just said, like how um, you can look at the Bible as canon, right? Okay. But yeah. you you saying like the different stories that's passed down through word of mouth or just mm. uh, through time and translation creates yeah. this lore of these characters and is 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 um the following is so immense is like it makes it real we make right. it real so it's yeah. like it don't it's like almost like it doesn't matter who wrote it or if it happened or not it's like actually to add on to that you know in ancient times africans used mythology and they knew though these mythological creatures weren't real, but it wasn't for it wasn't to like worship them. It was to it was to honor what what the essence of what they do is. What mm. what do they do and what impact they have on us? And they knew that they understood that stories were for relating to to real life and not actually um, Superman is out here, you know, zapping people. <laughs> this would be the, the craziest thing in the world would be if the Bible was simply a compilation of 2,000 year old comic books and then someone put it together. And was it like, is though. That's how it should be treated. It's like, you know, everybody always wants to get into the parables and the lore and all of that kind of stuff. And because it has so many interpretations and it was interpreted from a Dead Sea Scrolls that nobody could fucking read, but we take it. <laughs> uh, but right. it's, it's, it's Emerald Tablets. <laughs> uh, just it's, imagine it's somebody thing. like uh, making a tablet of Jesus walking around water, just like a little portrait, <laughs> like a stone carving. <laughs> and what and what if the actual what if, it was a, if it if it was a stone carving of a dude walking on like little squiggly lines? And he's like, I think this is what grass looks like. And the dude next to him was like, hey, you know, grass, no, actually go, grass goes up. And you drew it sideways. And it's like, uh, oh, they'll figure it out. Like, <laughs> uh, they'll figure so, it out. <laughs> yeah, and so much. it's a whole thing of like, you know, you, it's, it would, it would, religion would uh, be less detrimental to people if you could just if, if it could just be looked at as oh they're just using this helpful stories to guide you yeah. it, it, like if you want to use it for a sense of morality as opposed to some tool of uh oppressive war written you know like law what have you. yeah like you're talking about some hebrews thousands of years ago this is how they lived and we want to use it for law <laughs> right now we only, we only use parts of it. Yeah, uh, I, I heard somebody bring this up um, the other day. Um, the life expectancy at the time was like 35. So the niggas who killed Jesus couldn't even like live long enough to really appreciate it. Because <laughs> he was 33. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> I got that motherfucker right on out of here. Now, son, I know you're going to die in about 13 years. And so, you know, y'all got to really, really uphold this shit. Like, it, it's, with, 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 to, to live by a doctrine when people barely saw their fucking balls drop. Like, I don't, I don't really. 
I don't know what Jesus super suit would have looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already know what it looks like—a white robe. No, you gotta, you gotta, like you gotta Jedi. snatch that up, man. Yeah, man. No, nah, if anything, out. he's gonna like take the crown of thorns and put it around his eyes, <laughs> like a visor. That, that's like an anime style, right there. Like, like Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, he, has, he needs to have like a magical transformation, like Sailor Moon. Like he'll be just like dressed up in like you know a burlap sack or something, and then when he needs to do a miracle, he'll transform into the white robe. But the- <laughs> somebody's gonna be really angry at this. <laughs> He's like talking about my raising. god like that. <laughs> oh shit. Rays of love at snake. <laughs> Hilarious. Do you think when he transforms, he he just starts bleeding? <gasps> His special attack is when like the palms open up and like the holes. <laughs> you gotta um, accept these. You gotta accept. Hilarious. <laughs> okay, I, okay, defies I, I, physics, man. I, I, we gotta I get a list of powers. <laughs> Where uh, this, where... this might be the first time I actually actually have to consider cutting something out. <laughs> Christians, we're not sorry because you're not under attack. Your your religion is still fine. Your your God is still fine. We're not Y'all doing anything strong. to him. <laughs> you like these jokes aren't should do nothing for your. <laughs> I'm dead. He defeated the likes of Satan, bro. Like, <laughs> the likes. Go deal with four, four Negroes from Indiana. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, fuck. Like, so <laughs> um, but what if we, like, no, I just, I I feel like that's something that's about to happen. Because we already done had Black Jesus on Adult Swim, so we're, we I feel like they too- need to do that, like, King James as a character, like, just, you know, politicking and doing, you know, that would be dope. I think the right, <laughs> I think the right writers and filmmakers and all that could actually make a really cool biblical series like mm. if they took like the right part of the bible it, mm-hmm. it, it could make a legitimate like interesting series yeah. i mean there's some crazy stories in like in the bible yes. like yeah. that you could really like make that really cinematic and cool yeah and like, without like, like, um that. sapping it up for like churches and just have it like raw what was that movie year one with like uh jack black and michael Sarah? That was yeah. like talking about like the oh, very yeah. like beginning with like uh, Cain and Abel and uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. I didn't see that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> at least, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I think that would uh, that would be really cool uh, to answer your question, Marcus, about like uh, how do you do that without uh, uh, what what word did you say? I just I said like <laughs> sapping it, sapping Sap, it up. Yeah, sapping it up. <laughs> if I recall. I'll, 
Well, I, I was about to say simping, and I guess <laughs> same, same thing. Uh, Simp for uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually having that gotta be a shirt right there. <laughs> that, that might be the title. Of I'm Jesus. a simp for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title of the episode last by the one now. But no, um, unless Adam actually does cut this part. But uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, if, it, if this is the thing we go viral, none of my family watched we'll this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, but no, uh, I, I think I think it could be done really well. I think you're gonna make people mad no matter what. It, the, it, immediately when you have the conversation, because of whatever their emotional, uh, generally in life, that's what yeah, <laughs> whatever their whatever their attachment is to it. As soon as you talk about it, if it varies from their perspective or everything about it, then they're going to be mad about it. So you could do it fully raw and real and give, you know, all the characters like actual human plight and not just look at them as, you know, um, idealistic characters that make all the right choices, except, you know, getting eaten by whales and shit like that. Um, (laughs) Then uh, then I think it could I think it actually would be a dope series, regardless of whether or not you're. Uh, uh, actually a practicing Christian or what have you. I think mm-hmm. the issue would be is how many theological scholars are you going to have contribute to it? What versions of the lore are you going to use? Because there's one so many interpretations of it. Are you going to make folks black or brown? Uh, good question. Good question. I imagine it, be, you know, at, at its best, you know, they would do that. Hopefully, but the, what what could easily happen is, let's say they do actually get you know some quote unquote brown folks, but still fall into some colorism tropes that uh, happen eventually, where they're like everybody gonna be the lightest Moroccan Jew that you can fucking find. <laughs> like uh, what's that? The, the um, Ten Commandments where all the Egyptians, oh, yeah. everybody's white. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like it's is a- there an Egyptian movie where everybody isn't white? Probably not. <laughs> the uh, Prince of Egypt by DreamWorks. DreamWorks. That's the only one. Um, the voice oh, actors. Yeah, yeah. The voice actors. All the voice actors are white. Yes, but at least yes. the visual depictions <laughs> are. <laughs> Even in like just regular like, I heard like the movie Sing. They didn't have any black singers. Really? The Dude, animated I'm, movie I'm I could be wrong. Insane. Maybe maybe I could be I could be wrong. You talking about the animated movie <laughs> Sing with all the yeah. animals and shit? Yeah, let's look that shit up. That's I'm sitting there because like, animals are always voiced by black characters in Disney movies. <laughs> was there a black person in Cats Don't Dance? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Kathy Troy was the hippo. So yeah, there's def- there's definitely black people in here because Jennifer Hudson, Leslie Jones, J. really. Girl. Thank God. All right. Because I, I now, if any of them, Hudson. if anyone sang besides Jennifer Hudson, I don't know because I don't think Jay Farrell or Leslie Jones sing. But if they had Jay Hudson, t- they got they got their obli- obligatory black. Uh, like the voice, the voice always got that one black judge every yep. season. <laughs> every season they got to have one, <laughs> even Next. if it's someone oddly not a singer like for real. <laughs> it's a it's a weird like space to be in where it's like if they just throw one in there it's like trash but if they throw none in there it's also trash. It's yeah. like no tokenism but also show us. <laughs> but but the funny thing is they always have the black character but they also well also have the white blonde too. 
or if not white blonde, white-ish and blonde like Shakira. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but they always have the the they always they always had Blake Shelton and and Adam, and then they would have the the one black and the one right. white blonde woman. I think no what's his what. name actually isn't there now. Uh, Adam, yeah, Adam yeah, he's gone. He, he, he. But now they got uh, what's her face? Who you know is the avatar of all races? Um, oh, uh, Ariana Grande. Taylor. Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> but say yeah, only person. Swift. No, no, no. You no. You're talking about you know a washboard of a person. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm saying um. Ariana Grande, they, there's like a running internet joke talking about how she's been uh, white, Asian, black, and uh, Puerto Rican <laughs> all in her same life. <laughs> Whenever it just is feasible for her. Right. What's funny is I, I always like, now, originally I thought she was Hispanic. I thought she was, and then I found out she was white. Like, Italian, yeah. Is it because is it yeah. of the, the Grande thing? Exactly. And her, exactly. I mean, not that, not that, um, Ariana is necessarily a Hispanic name. I just thought Ariana mis- mixed with Grande. Like, okay, she's Hispanic. Right. But then when I found out she wasn't, I was like, oh, she does a good job of coming off as Hispanic. <laughs> she, t- <laughs> she typically has some kind of brown tint to her. Yep, some uh, t- tan. Some, or, yep. Right. So we're going to have like a show where like Scarlett Johansson and Ariana Grande play mother and daughter, but every episode <laughs> they're a different race. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't want that. But so yeah, anyway. I, 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 I really think a a, a Christian miniseries, uh, a, a series that kind of just follows. You know, if they if they did some kind of um, I'm trying to think of like a good mix, like if the writers of Fargo, uh, hmm. mixed with like the uh the special Colin effects. Brothers? Uh, okay, yeah, the coin. If 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 their writing team, because I'm sure it's more than just them. Of course, uh, if the team the team that wrote uh that wrote Far- that writes for Fargo mixed with like the special effects department from American Gods, I think that they could actually make a a yeah. decent show. Especially if they kept and to be fair, the Coen Brothers they did the movie Fargo. I don't know if they did the show. So oh, okay, gotcha. fact checking myself on that one. Um, but um, so. but um, what the heck? oh yeah. So if they told a story that took place like in the Old Testament when it was like. When Jesus mm-hmm. wasn't there yet, there? yeah, and they could they could tell a story that they, it didn't even have to do anything with religion. Actually, they could t- tell a story that way they could be as violent or whatever as they wanted to be. Mm. Although it's based on the biblical story, they could they could actually tell a story without without Jesus and God actually being involved in it if they true, wanted true. to. That makes sense. It'd be that challenging, is, that, but they could do it. I feel like that would that would uh you know it all will have its hurdles, but. That could help to avoid at least that hurdle of bringing up Jesus at all, as you do everything pre-Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or do yeah, stories. Just, let's pre-Jesus. look at Ezekiel and all his weird little prophecies. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Let's look <laughs> at Solomon make some mistakes in judgment. <laughs> or you, you could tell a story about uh, you know, there's a lot of like wars in the Bible. Mm-hmm. The whole show could be about this particular battle of these two people. You have five mm-hmm. seasons of this battle. I mean, there's so many stories you could you could do that with. I'm surprised sure. that people aren't doing that. <laughs> I mean, they are. They just are doing like you know movies with white people. Okay, David <laughs> and Goliath reboots. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a David and Goliath movie? I feel like. I'm, I'm sure. Certain. Right. Exactly. Is Achilles <laughs> biblical? 
Achilles no, is not that's, biblical. That's, is Greek. Nah, that's, that's Greek. Greek mythology. Yeah. Just making sure. Because I whole dipping them in the water thing, everything's at the heel thing, that feels very biblical. Like, the whole... There's a catch to how we can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap there. Uh, <laughs> fun. <laughs> Only because I, I saw the lull coming and I was like, Me too. <laughs> I, was like, like I don't know, like, man. We got 10 minutes. I'm not sure. It was like, it was like shut it down. <laughs> shut uh, it down. It's a wrap. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that got real uh, fun at one point. Hope y'all heard it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, uh, much love to everybody. We um, don't mean any of this. It's all, it's all in jest, you know. I mean, um, but <laughs> I'm the, views of, the views of Elias uh, do not reflect that of the Pumpkin House podcast. There you <laughs> go. This is a scripted show. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, not fellas, the writers. Y'all got any last thoughts? Mm. Actually, before we even go, uh, Elias, as a longtime listener, um, uh, first time uh, appearance, uh, is uh, what would you like to share about? your experience of this podcast and how would you how how would you tell other people about it like what if 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 you know somebody's like man i've been getting into podcasts and so how are you telling them about it uh this is not i'm not asking this for any kind of gas i'm asking this purely like if you're like i actually like y'all because y'all y'all seem cool and josh is my friend but i don't know it's kind of it's 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 a five out of ten but <laughs> right. oh don't worry, I ain't giving y'all no gas. Not but uh <laughs> no, my experience with it predominantly was just uh I like um being able to like listen to other people just because I'm like a observer of the world. And when I first started listening to you guys, like I ended up consistently pausing because like y'all would say things that were just like trigger responses. I'm just like, okay, hold on for a second. Let me just work through this because it's a little like let me I gotta process that. Like the the way that y'all um converse so openly, like it feels so um like engaging in a like way where it's like I'm not there, but I still feel like I could join into the conversation if I wanted to. As you Man, did. Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I would say that if I was to tell somebody about it, it would just be like, if you want to, you know, have some listen to that doesn't like overdo like it's like attempts to be entertaining or like draw people in like if you're looking for somebody who just like you listening to friends like if you like if you're a type of person who would like watch a reality show and like you know enjoy the moments where people are getting real and you know like right before they all start crying and shit like if you're the type of person who like enjoys like real moments i feel like you would enjoy like listening to this podcast because these aren't perfect people and any stretch of the imagination they're just hang <laughs> i didn't mean that <laughs> 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 hey, you stressed that like, <laughs> like, like any, any stretch <laughs> <laughs> 
by any metric, no. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, if you just want to like have some like soul food, some ear soul food, you got the you got the informally honest podcast. That's what I would say. That's a quote that's going on the website when we make. <laughs> yes, it is. Ear soul food. Ear soul food. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, well thank you. Like for... Adam, like got a little ray of light. Oh yeah, the like, light yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that addition. Yeah, it's like that's Jesus. Jesus. Like I saw y'all niggas. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh dang! <laughs> I, I, I don't smoke up against it, so <laughs> getting that shine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I tried. I tried to explain. <laughs> Look, we got to talk about that Job story one day because, like, that was crazy. <laughs> it is. Um, I believe that's the oldest story, also, of the Bible. Joe, older than Adam and Eve. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, not where they're taught, like you, not its setting, but how old the actual story is. You know what I mean? Wow. Like how how like the oldest account, like the oldest expressed accounting, like how a lot of stories are like the like oh this is Ezekiel's account, this is John's account, this is like that's the oldest. Uh, story accounted for is what you mean yeah i don't really understand what what you mean so, by that. so, so like uh, what i'm saying is like a long time ago somebody wrote this story about a fellow named job and his mm-hmm. tribulations mm-hmm. so <laughs> it predates any other story because you know it's a compilation of books. Of stories yeah right and so that, that yeah that's what i'm saying like that's the oldest okay, I, like recorded story Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and these stories are told from not just it's like it's like back in the day that people used to tell stories like through passed down, like Yeah, Grio. So it could have been it probably you you know how we have to actually uh publish books now. Like it, it's mm-hmm. not the same type of Oh, so you saying so you said someone could have just wrote some stuff like right somebody could have just said this we don't know but (laughs) but it's 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 uh it's like noted as the the oldest Mm. you know i I guess i believe him (laughs) like and i know we're we're happy but isn't it interesting that like if you're in like a collegiate setting you got to cite all your sources and you have Mm. in-page citing you have reference pages and you have to do all this otherwise you're going to get accused of plagiarizing and they, they're going to kick you out the university. Isn't it interesting that half the world is 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 leading their lives based off of trust a publication that has no mm. I mean we don't this book no literally could have come from anywhere. Yeah that's, yeah, bo- that's what I'm saying. It's like Yeah because the book is the reference. The book is the citation. The, the thing is you can most people are going to go within the book to prove the book. So it's like... They're not going oh, yeah. to an outside source, yeah. Right, exactly. So it's like, that's a just... It gives a cycle that nobody ever... <laughs> nothing comes not, out of it. It's not like there aren't outside sources. The Vatican has plenty of other scrolls and, uh, and whatnot that could either prove or disprove whatever the common knowledge is. It's just that that's just not public information. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, it is. It's other books like Enoch and other all them of other course. books that's not in it, but it's similar uh, age. Right. I feel like there has to be a book that's like 
taking like like cites all the other books to like form like this non-denominational belief system. There has to be a book yeah. out there like that somewhere. Like citing the Quran, citing the Torah, citing the Bible, Confucius, all that. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Well, yo, uh, 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 AJ, Marcus, y'all got anything y'all want to say to the people? Nah, man, just we glad we glad to hear feedback and you see where the feedback gets you. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> you try to get on the show, bro. Tell them they ain't perfect. <laughs> if one of us is missing, then you may, you may fit in so i don't know so yo uh as always you can follow us on uh facebook at informally honest uh instagram at informally honest and uh twitter at informally underscore hp uh you can always write us in at informally honest podcast at gmail.com like share subscribe and rate and review on both apple Podcasts and spotify uh, we love and appreciate every one of y'all, uh, every connection that you make and every conversation that you have and every person that you love and, you know, maybe kind of like. We always encourage and implore and empower you to be forthright, vulnerable, and Elias tell them what most. Honest. Honest. You heard it. In the Batman Thanks. voice. <laughs> right. Where is the commissioner? <laughs> I didn't see that Batman movie. Oh, yeah, it did just come out. Joker. Yeah. Um, All right, much love, y'all. Zoe Kravitz Peace. as Catwoman. Let's go. Let's go. I agree with that. Without shedding a tear for my brother, I really want to try for my brother. Because I truly do feel for my brother.